What's going on, everybody, and welcome to the Muzzle Is Off podcast, where I am your host, Nakia Monet. Sorry, y'all, for starting a little late today. Um, had a little technical difficulties that I have not had before. Mic wouldn't connect, camera wouldn't connect, nothing would connect, but it's all right. You know what I'm saying? We make it through. We push through. Um, nothing, nothing, nothing at a good reset. Couldn't resolve. So welcome, y'all. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Um, Tonight's version, on tonight's episode, on tonight, we are really going to um, talk about uh, for the next uh, probably 45 minutes to an hour or so, um, we're going to talk about what's next. And one of the things that anybody that knows me knows I'm extremely passionate about what our community. I am extremely passionate about who? Our people. And I am extremely um, concerned with what the state of us, right? And I have been trying for a little minute uh, to get people and especially um, and off officers to come onto the podcast in order to um, give us some insight um, into what they see, what they feel um, and what they think, you know what I'm saying, would be uh, what we would need to do in order to push forward. You know what I'm saying? One of the things that I do not like to continuously talk about um, is the past, right? We understand the past. Um, in order for us to truly shape our future, we have to have knowledge of the past. We have to have um, some type of um, historical uh, literacy about what has happened, right? But once we know what has happened, how do we push that forward? And what is it that we need to do um, within our own self, within our own communities uh, in order to push that forward? And who better... Um, then to speak about that then with uh, someone who actually works very closely within the community. So tonight we have our special guest. We got Quab with us. What's going, What's going on? on? What's going on? What's going on? So Quab, introduce yourself to the people. Let the people know who you are. Let them know about you, you know, what you do, all that stuff. Um. Well, like you said, I'm Quab. Uh, um. Was introduced to you through a mutual friend because you said you were looking for somebody to come on your podcast. Is this considered a podcast? I don't know. Yeah, because uh, once, okay. once it gets uploaded to iHeart and Spotify, it's a podcast. Right now, it's Facebook Live podcast. Okay. Um. Yeah, so I was, you know, introduced to you or connected to you through a mutual friend, and uh, you wanted a opinion of an officer. 
uh, for I guess was you know social issues going on right now. Um, I've been a police officer for 18 years now. I'm considered a supervisor. I'm a sergeant. I've been in that capacity for about for almost four years, a little over three and a half. Um, and I've just been serving the city. Like I said, I didn't want to say the city so much on here, but some people will see me, I guess, on this and they'll know who I am, but and then where I work, but just off the rip of uh, just expressing it, I, I want to. I don't want to do that. So. No, that's yeah. No, nah, that's 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 understandable and that's respectable. We're not going to do that because we don't because we don't have to. This is your opinion. Right. So, right, let right. me ask you this: over the last, I'm going to say, let me think back. Oh God, probably for the last seven or eight years, um, I can say we have we have literally been in a in a in a. I mean, it's definitely been longer, but I, I only want I want to go back the last seven to eight years. We have definitely been um, in. I want to say like social, yeah, like it's 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 been crazy. Um, we have seen right. countless instances of death um, played out on TV, played out on webcams, played out on you know police cams, played out on cell phone cams. We we've just we have literally seen it all um and sometimes i think it can become a, a lot just i think it can become disheartening for people um to witness so many things but you being an officer i mean you see this stuff every day right how do you cope with that um i mean it's it's difficult to deal with at times uh one thing i kind of Get solace in, like I'll be honest, and I don't, I don't think I'm off the state in this, mm-hmm. at least not in this particular area in this part of Jersey that that we're in. The stuff, if if it wasn't just for my, you know, consciousness of what goes on in the world and how America specifically is, I swear I wouldn't believe anything that's being said on on the news on the TV. Um, that, that, this particular stuff, you have instances maybe people got a little aggressive uh, with with a citizen. Officers gotten a little aggressive with a citizen unnecessarily. Uh, stuff like that. But flat out shooting and killing or maiming or whatever the case may be, that's just like far-fetched as far as where our work is concerned. Because we've where I work with, we, we, we've come across all types of stuff where you know you 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 chase a uh, a juvenile or even adult with a fake gun and they might have even used it in some kind of crime the robbery or whatever the case may be and the person was apprehended without any kind of violence mm-hmm. or, or, or minimal issue but no one no one was shot or anything like that and and you getting this from you know all types of officers and i remember arguing you know doing that whole tamir rice uh situation about yeah. how real the gun looks and you know reminding people reminding people you know talking about co-workers that we we've gone through this countless times chasing chasing kids or chasing adults like i said and stolen in cars stolen cars and they use the car to commit 
several robberies and, and people robbing people in the street and you know people putting people in fear of their life and we've done it all without without any incident without any major incident without any violent incident where we had to uh you know fire upon uh, uh fire upon any any kind of suspects or, or kill them and 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 for the shootings and 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 for the shooters that we've had and that they have led, if they did lead to death of the person, they were all justified, and I mean legitimately justified, not not in the sense of justified, you know, right? Mm-hmm. How how it, how it ends up on the news, you know, um, you know, you, you people trying to harm someone else, and that's the only course of action you can do next to stop them. So, you know, stuff like that. But, but even those are few and far in between. I could think. I, I think maybe in eighteen years, in eighteen years, there might have been a total of seven or eight in in in, in the department. Not not me specifically. Really, just different officers over those over over the course of those years, maybe seven or eight shootings where maybe two or three ended in ended in a fatality. Wow. So it so, leaves you know, one to say like you know, it, it happens. It's like it leaves a person to think and honestly to really think and say what do you do differently that others don't? Right? And at the end of the day then what possibly could be is it additional training? Is it <laughs> cultural training? Is it sensitivity training? Is it like what what type of training would it be for everyone to be able to accomplish like what your department has with um, the le- with the level of understanding that you have? Well, th- this is the thing. I think nationwide we're all getting the same training. Mm-hmm. I think what the I think what the big the big fact is majority of the people I work with are either from that specific community or one like it. Okay. You know what I'm saying? You know, yep. no matter what hood you're from, you're from the hood. So you still see your people. Like you, you know, the, you, you see people that look like you and people that look like the parents you grew up with. So you got a different approach. What I also think is when it, when it, when, when a department is majorly uh a specific race, uh, whether it's you know, depending on the, depending on the demographics of the city. If you're in a if you're in a city that's majorly black, but the majority the majority is black, or the, the majority is uh, Latino, or whatever the majority is, whatever that majority is, if that police department is the majority of that city's you know demographic, then you're gonna have you're gonna have different response, and then anybody else. That sprinkled into that department, that police department, whether you know, in this case, you know, you got an all-black city and all-black department, but you have a majority, majority black department, then you have a couple of, you know, white officers or an Asian officer here, or you know what I'm saying? Yep. They they tend to feed off of they tend to feed off of who they're surrounded by. So when they get so when they get when 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 the white officer gets to the graduates the academy. 
and whatever whatever idea they thought they were going to have of the police department cuz not for nothing no matter your race when you come out that police when you come out that police academy you think everything is going to be like bad boys or or lethal weapon and it, and it really not you 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 get your uh you get your action by you know that ain't gonna have, that, that that's no problem you're gonna get your action but it's not what you think it's not what you what you dreamed or the action you think you're gonna get like like in the movies it's nothing like that so so anyway once you once once that that white that white officer graduated the academy and starts he's riding around with you know a black officer here or he's showing up to a call with another black officer and he got black supervisors and they're they're talking to people and dealing with people and dealing with people accordingly so it, it, it kind of molds them on how they have to deal with the people mm-hmm. so so even if even if this white person who who's fresh out the academy never dealt with black folks a day in his life prior to this then he 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 he, he starts to open his eyes okay they're not like what my or my or my grandfather said or my boys or my friends said and stuff like that or what i see on tv it, it is a little, you know, you, you're going to have, you, you, you're you going to see some of that stuff that match what you saw on TV or what you heard. But for the most part, you're going to see that that's not the case. And I think that's the difference between departments like where I work in departments in the rest of the country where even if it's a, uh, you, you you got cities complaining like, uh, what was that? What was the one with, uh, with George Floyd? What was that, Minneapolis? Yeah, Minneapolis. Mm-hmm. This, yeah, it was Minneapolis. Mm-hmm. Got departments like that, or one with Mike, one with Mike Brown. Mike Brown, where mm-hmm. this, the, where the city is majority, the majority of the city is black, but the majority of the police department is white. So if you already come in and you, you know, you hear about these animals in the city that you got to come tame, you already got your, you already got your, uh, your mind made up. Your, 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 your mind made up. Your mind is set. So you're gonna act accordingly to what you've been taught. It's like we, we you know, why well, I've said before, like white folks are just as brainwashed as we are, but the brainwashing goes in their favor, so it's not as it's not it's not a big deal for them. Okay, expound on that. Um, you got you know you. We, we, you know, we, we might be conditioned to, you know, we, we've gone through a lot with dealing with, with white folks and in our history. Um, and through all that, you know, we still do stuff like, you know, in church, letting, letting one white guy in and say he wants to pray right. without any sense of caution, without checking him out and everything. And you know we trust them and everything like that, and then he kills nine of us. Right. And then he's caught. He's caught, and he's you know on his way to jail or whatever the case may be. And one of us pops up on the news right away and says, you know, we forgive him. He ain't asked for forgiveness yet. You know, he, he, we 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 jump right to that. So that's a that's an example of our brainwashing. You have white folks who, like I said, they come to the police department. They have no, 
they have no history of dealing with us in their life, rather. Well, this particular one, one any particular officer, white officer, has no history of dealing with us. He they grew up in a predominantly white town, was went to a predominantly white school, high school, you know, elementary school, middle school, and high school, maybe even college. They just really have no no dealing with us. Only from what they see on TV or what they hear from their friends or what they see, you know, in movies. Mm-hmm. So they come into they come into they come into this job, this career, and that's what they think. Like they 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 they're brainwashing to believing that we're these these animals. So any slightest slightest hint of aggression from us, you know, we just we we speak loud. We we you know we laugh and joke. Right. Everything we do is a you know is aggressive. You know, is a difference between being upset or you know people people get arrested. It's a difference between resisting because you don't want to go to jail and assaulting someone like right. i can i can hold my arms and try to keep it from 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 um handcuffing mm-hmm. that's a huge difference yeah that's a huge difference for me from me you know using these same arms and hands and assaulting you punching you in the face and 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 and, and slamming you and attacking you and like they, you know, they don't get me wrong that i believe there are situations where you just you know no matter what race the officer is, the officer got to do what they got to do. It, it is what it is. It's unfortunate, but you tend to hear, you tend to not hear any issue when it when it comes to something like that. There's a video that they show. It, it it's an old video, um, and they show it in police academies all the time. But there's there's a a, a, a white woman. She pulls a, a a guy over. Him and his daughter. His daughter's young, maybe nine. Black guy, and he had she has him. For whatever reason, she has to handcuff him and arrest him. Mm-hmm. He's on a, he, he's leaning on the hood of his car, so that he's in a, you know he's in a position to you know be searched so that he could be handcuffed. And he says, "I I, I can't go back to jail." And this turns around and you know knocks her unconscious and gets on top of her and like beats her senses senselessly. Um, she never reacted because she was just out of you know she was just um. She, she was out of it. She couldn't get. She couldn't get it together. Plus, she was no match for his power anyway. Now, in a situation like that, had she, if she did, had a little bit of power and was able to grab her gun and and fire one, whether they killed him or not, that wouldn't necessarily be. She wouldn't have been wrong. Nobody would have been screaming it was unjust, and she didn't have to do that. Because the you know, if you saw that video. You know, you would say anybody would do that. A grown man might do that the way he was on top of her. Um, but it's just, you know, it's individual situations. The problem we have is you get too many times where you're seeing white officers interact with extremely violent, violent white people, white suspects, and they're coming in unscathed. Sometimes they're not even shot, shot at in return. And yeah, that, and that, that's the big problem. Like, like you're, you're managing, they're managing to to keep themselves calm and talk it out, so that they get, you know, they, and and they can preserve, you know, the whites, the the violent white suspect. And I think that's part of the issue, right? Because at the end of the day, when we when we look at the comparison between how between how we're policed and then how others are policed, we're policed like i mean truth be told we're police as if we are animals 
and as if right. we we are we are less than even a human being, um, which goes all the way right. back to to slavery, right? And but that's how we're policed. Right. And then when we look at the videos and we see how others are policed and they're policed completely different than how we're policed, and then we're expected to trust. And I think part of the issue is is that then we're expected to trust all officers, right? Um, right. And we don't. And we don't. Right. And we just don't. Why? Because in 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 our mind, we're saying that, okay, even if one was to do something unjust to me, who would really. For lack of better words, kick up for me, would an officer stand? Would someone else stand? Right. Right. Because what we witness is that officers back each other. Right, wrong or indifferent. And right. and I think part of right. us being able to become comfortable and being able to trust, it's like, okay, well, will an officer stand up and be in and, and, and stand for what is right? Like what is absolute like forget we, we completely understand the law, right? Well, some of us, some of y'all don't understand the law, okay. And we have to address that as well, because some of y'all don't understand the law. Some of y'all think that you can still do whatever the hell is wrong. And, and, and because what you're doing is wrong and someone approaches you about what you're doing is wrong. And I got that problem, too, because I, I was telling Kwa behind the scenes backstage about an issue I had at the Dunkin Donuts one good day. But it was all right. I made it. I made it through it. But what I'm saying is sometimes we cannot think that we can break the law and, 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 and then and then claim um, injustice. Now, the difference is if the law was broken, and this is where, this is where I think, this is where um, being objective comes into play, right? Because at the end of the day, officers have to be objective. Like, okay, in the situation with George Floyd, the 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 accusation was he had a fraudulent $20 bill. Now, right. am I going to use, am I going to be objective? I, I understand this is a fraudulent $20 bill call. Okay. So right. am I going to be objective in how I handle this situation? Or am I going to use <laughs> deadly force in a situation for a $20 bill? And I think that's like the that's the gray area, and that's the dividing line. When when we hit gray, is when all yeah, all bets is off. Yeah, problem. it's that gray. Like we understand black and white. Like for my incident, I was parked in a no parking lane because I wanted to jump inside that Dunkin' Donuts, get my coffee, and go. Right now, I was dead ass wrong for that. Right. Right. Okay. So, right. man, move your car. All right, I'm gonna move it. But when I move it, I'm gonna talk shit when I'm done. Okay, whatever. Keep it moving. Now, the flip mm-hmm. side of the situation is, okay, all of that talking shit probably could have got me arrested a little bit, but whatever. You, 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 some, you, you know, you when you lose, you got to pick your battles. That probably wasn't a good battle because it was just Dunkin' Donuts, but whatever. But right. in the flip situation where that gray area takes place, nobody knows. Even in the in the in the Tamir Rice situation, we all saw the video. Point yeah. three seconds, three seconds of pulling up, boom, this kid is dead. What yeah. is gray about that? 
You right? saw sorry, with that last part, you what? Like what is so you gray, worry about like, that? Yeah, because oh, what is gray, gray about that? Yeah, that, yeah, yeah, what is gray about that? Because the gray area is okay, the 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 in order for the, the officer to be objective, he has to in that instance think, is someone in danger? That's right, the objectiveness. There, 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 there is no gray area. Yeah, there was no gray area. I mean, uh, the 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 person who called on to me right, specifically said they think it's a fake gun. Yep. You know, for all we know, the person the person that called was calling. They, she specified that it was a fake gun, so she you know, it sounded like that person was calling just to you know get 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 this boy before he uh he gets himself hurt. I don't think she had any idea that he was going to literally get himself killed by the police. Right, right then and there. I don't think that was her intention. But Not at all. that's what happened. It was just unnecessary. And 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 it was and it was also bad tactics. It was, you know, if you got a call saying is it's possible that this that this child might have has a gun on him, even if they didn't get the report that the that the uh that it was a fake gun. But the fact that you got a report that is the gun nonetheless why did you pull up on him the way you did right you should you shouldn't have been that close on him if it was a real gun if he was ready to hurt you why are you right there that's just not it's just not safe for the officer you could have pulled up from down the street not down the street but a few feet away a few feet of, hopped mm -hmm. out your car yeah hopped out your car even you know even even pulled your, your weapon on him to make them follow your order, make him follow your orders, whatever the case may be. And then, you know, as you get closer, you realize the big gun, blah, blah, blah. But it's, 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 I don't, I don't know. Like it's something, you know, it's something about us that puts, you know, a lot of fear in their heart. And it's crazy because it's, it's their people, you know, it's white folks that are killing cops. Nation, when it, when it, when it's uh, nationwide, for the most part. Of course, you have uh, black, you know, if God forbid I, I was to get hurt at work, get shot, it's a, you know, it's a huge chance, uh, probably a 95% chance or more that the person who shot me is black. It's black city. But nationally, in these, in these towns, in these police departments, they're being, they're being ambushed and shot and killed by they own, you know, mm -hmm. whether they, yeah, by your own. So, so if anybody should be, if any, if anybody should be putting fear in these officers' hearts, it, it, it shouldn't be black folks. So, I don't know where they, I don't know where they're getting this from, or why they, why why it's us that they're you know, taking everything out on. I mean, they're so some of them are so fearful of us. I, I saw one in, in South Carolina. And he ended up having to go to jail. It was during that. Uh, I think it was during that. The uh, what was his name? Walter. Walter Scott, I think it was. Oh, it was during yeah. That time, he, I believe he went to jail, too. But this other one in particular, you know, the officer, uh, the officer saw the, the, the brother driving and he committed some kind of traffic infraction. Uh, the, the man pulled into the, before he even turned the lights on, really, he, uh, the man pulled into the gas station because that was his destination. He was trying to go inside. He, You're talking he, about he the military man. No, I don't know if he's in the military. Oh, okay. But he he hopped up the car to go in the store. He hopped up the car to go in the store, and that's when the officer walked up on him, and that's when he realized that he was being stopped. So the officer said to him, "Hey, you did whatever, and you uh, I'm stopping you for that." 
So the guy's like, oh, yeah? Oh, okay, no problem. And he said, let me see your your license, your, your information, license, registration, insurance. And the guy said, okay. And he turned around to go back into the car to grab it. And as he reached into his car, somehow he, he, he spooked the officer. And the officer, you know, yelled, let me see your hands and shot him twice. Now he lived. But it was just very, it was like, you told him to get his stuff. His stuff was in the car. He turned around and go get it to comply. And as soon as he reaches, you shoot him. And now he actually asked the guys, are you okay? And he's no, you shot me. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not, it's, you know, it's not funny, but it's funny. No, but, but like it's... Said, the, the guy, the guy, you know, the guy lives and I'm sure he's, you know, hopefully he's healed completely 100%. But that's what. That that's the stuff that goes on sometimes. Like, how the hell you even do that? It's like they're so they're so gun ho. They can't wait to have this story of 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 you know getting into a shooting and stuff like that. And I mean, saving Pac the day. Said you know, got this hero thing. Pac said it. What, what, Cop shooting. Shooting. He's a hero. Yeah, he's a hero. He said it. Uh. But but that's but. And as much as we want to say, like, that it just shouldn't be, but it is. I mean, like you said, right. like the whole, like the whole Dylan, the whole Dylan Roof situation that took place down, down near in South Carolina at the church, that really upset me for the simple fact that, and you're right, you had the church people coming out before this boy could even utter a word. We forgive him. No, I, I, you might, I don't, I'm sorry. I'm not forgiving something right. like that. What do but and he didn't even ask. He didn't even ask, but he definitely got Burger King, though. He definitely got that on his way. He right. got Burger King. Like, at what at what point do we stop and realize that at the end of the day? I mean, and I mean, and truthfully, even with the whole both in jeans situation, I completely under I understood the sentiments of the brother, but for me, I was just like, that's a little too much. We we doing a lot right yeah, now. That was, you know that was really wild. How do you end up? Yeah. Like at the end of the day, you you. I mean, I, I mean, I, I was happy that the mother and the father was like. I mean, that's his sentiment. That's not ours. Perfectly fine. But it's it's something that, uh, honestly, it is something that we have been taught since slavery, that we need to forgive first because if we forgive, then God will forgive us of all of our sins. So therefore, I we just need to forgive and and let forgiveness run free. No, some of these people don't deserve, they don't deserve it. And I, I don't care who don't agree with that, but some people don't deserve it. When you unjustly murder someone, I'm sorry, I don't need to um, hug you. I don't need to continue to turn the other cheek and allow you to keep slapping me on the other cheek. I don't need to do none of that. And sometimes I just feel like we need to learn how to stand in what's right. And we don't do that. We stand in all things that become wrong. And it is just, and right. it is just, it, it's just wrong. How, go ahead. No, I, I was just saying, you know, that's why that's it goes back to what I was saying about us being, you know, brainwashed. It does. Is that, you it know, does. We, we think we just automatically, we, we just automatically supposed to forgive them as soon as they, as soon as they do something, they ain't even got to ask for forgiveness. It just like, give it, give it a moment. I ain't say you never, I, I'm not saying you never, uh, you should never forgive because you know forgiveness is not necessarily for that 
for that person so they can feel better about themselves. It's for you, you know, it's, 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 it's for the person who's going through it. So, you know, sometimes holding something in so long and, you know, take it all. I mean, but, it can, but I live in that um, Rick, Rick Ross ever when he said, God yeah, forgives, but, I but, don't. God forgives, I don't. <laughs> it's okay. I'm, I'm and with that. Sometimes God don't forgive. Like, you know, according to all the scriptures and whatever book, you know, no matter which book you, 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 uh, you follow, if you just wasn't, if, if the group of people just wasn't getting it together, they wasn't doing it supposed to do, he, he wiped them out. Wiped them. Yeah, so. Smooth out, too. So he, he didn't always forgive. He doesn't always forgive. You know, I'm happy you just said that, because we, you, thank you. And, and whoever don't agree with that, oh, well. But, um. Yeah. Oh, well. But um, I mean, it is written and it is displayed all throughout the scriptures when he did not forgive and started wiping out children, right. babies, and the whole land and all of that. Okay, everybody, everybody. He said, "Mother, daughter, ch- dog, all of that. Y'all all got to go." But um, yeah, everybody go. We gonna, we gonna murdered whole, again. see what happens. <laughs> murdered whole clans. Like no, no. <laughs> Wait a minute, right. you disobeyed. This whole clan got to go. Act like I'm not in the word. That right. was in um. <laughs> That was in, uh, whatchamacallit? I forgot. Oh, well. Anyway. <laughs> it just slipped my mind. I know the damn, um, anyway, who cares? Uh, but it was in there. Aiken and, and his clan, they all had to go. But, um, Joshua. There it is. Joshua. That's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about Joshua. Anyway, oh, okay. but, um, okay. I just, I just think that it, even, even with all of that, right? Because a lot of people are saying, like, now, you know, we need to have the conversation. We need to have the conversation. And I'm like, I keep hearing the conversation, and I'm trying to understand what is the conversation that we need to have. And who do we really need to have this conversation with? Because at the end of the day, unless you're going to rip up that entire Constitution and rewrite it from the beginning, where Black folks are not considered three-fourths of a person, and where, you know, slavery, right. you just completely, you, you just literally completely wipe out everything that was written in order to keep us as three-fourths of a person. Because forget the amendments. And that's what people don't understand. The only right. thing that really helped us was amendments. We had to make amendments to the Constitution in order to have right. rights. Everything was built on amendments. So yeah. unless you think that they're going to rip up this entire constitution and rewrite it so that it's not just, well, this is what's written because a lot of the times what, what begins to happen, and I mean, and, and the truth of the matter is if people truly study the history of policing in America, I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, it was birthed out of slavery based on the overseers. So yeah. when you had, yeah, yeah, it's like, so when you have that overseer and what we're seeing is an overseer type mentality that has lasted for hundreds of years even down right. to, to 2020 and 2021, right? So it's like, right. what conversation do we need to have in order to enact change? Or is it the fact that I'm a firm believer, it's just my own personal belief, that because if I was born in the 60s and was alive in the good 70s, uh, I probably would have been part of the Black Panther Party, the good party for the people, and where we police our own uh, neighborhoods and we actually right. did a great job at it, right? Because at the end of the day, yeah. 
as much as we want to say that in our communities, right, you have black officers that police and black people perfectly fine. But even with that, there come certain challenges with that. And we don't have to go into details with, with, with certain challenges. But I know of a story where there was a black officer that literally chased, went to, as opposed to uh, using a firearm, chase, right? They got, they got a call of, you know, shots fired in, the, in a specific area. So instead of the officer deciding to, you know, just use fire or whatever the case may be, the officer decided um, when they pulled up to the scene and they saw people running, well, you know what? I didn't necessarily see who shoot who was shooting, but let me chase whoever the hell is running. And although the officer was congratulated in the paper, right, as oh officer, you know, chase so and so, but when it came down to the department, it was why didn't you shoot? And it's like, oh, yeah. you, you know, so it, it, it there's like a thin line between. I guess what we think happens and what actually does happen behind the scenes sometimes within departments, depending upon how, you know, let's say a sergeant or a lieutenant or whoever the heck might feel about us about a decision that an officer made. So it's like, where is that line? Or what is it that we or what do you what what is it that we need to do within our own self? Because I mean, at the end of the day, officer is responding to shots fired. I mean, so clearly something was going on in the area. Right. But if the officer decides I'm not going to use deadly force, I'm not going to pull my weapon, I'm going to go on a foot chase. But that's not up for the officer's discretion. Uh, it's like well, the depending, off, on, you know? depending on the situation. Yeah. It, it, depending on the situation, the 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 uh, the officer can use you know the the right discretion if the if the uh, suspect is shooting or actively hurting someone actively physically hurting someone or, or they there there's an a, a imminent fear yep that they're, that they're going to that they're, they're really about to hurt someone you you're, you're supposed to take uh, uh the necessary action yeah because if you don't if you don't then that can backfire against you now if a person you know shot a gun shot somebody and then ran off to get away, and the whole, you know, and, and the officer runs after them and ends up apprehending them and catching them with no problem. But there was no further acts of violence. They may, they may even drop the gun the whole time. You know what I'm saying? Or, or you mm-hmm. know, as soon as they saw the police and, and took off running, like you, you, you shouldn't. Like it's supposed to. It's supposed to the 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 violence should stop at that point. Like you, you're not supposed to fire upon them you can and possibly get away with it and well more than likely get away with it um but you don't necessarily have to and if you don't do it you're not supposed to be punished for not doing it you get right yeah so it's it's it, I, I don't know i don't know what department that was i don't know what what time that was what time period that was i don't know the demographics of that department because you know sometimes like you do you <laughs> you do you you have some departments that might you know their top brass you might see a bunch of uh faces that look like yours but their top brass is 
some you know a whole nother demographic and that's and that's who who's running everything and they may decide that you know they'll get they'll they all get together and and they'll all gang up on you and then that's that yeah and and, 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 then, and then you having you having a hard time there's a woman that just got what was she in buffalo police i don't know if you heard that story she she uh stopped uh a problem uh a uh, 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 white officer who was a constant problem um from assaulting some guy and they all ganged up on her and had her fired and had her fired so i think she had 19 20 years on at the time and they had her fired and she couldn't get her pension and she fought for probably about six seven years and they literally just granted her her rights back you know and, and she would be retired by now anyway so i think she's getting like you know I don't know the specifics, but I know she's gonna be able to get her pension. I don't know how far back they're gonna give her back pay, or they're gonna let her, you know go up to the twenty-five years that she would have needed. And I don't know how they're gonna go about it, but she just finally got a win in that whole case, and she, you know, she had to get a whole new career after doing nineteen, twenty years as a police officer. She had to, you know, still had a family to raise. But so we have a question you know, from. Like we I got said, a question. On who that. We got a question from Kay. Kay said, Quap, have you ever had to sh um, shoot anyone or is that classified? No, it's, well, I don't know if it would be classified if I did, but I never had to shoot someone. So I, I, I pulled I, I pulled my gun out a bunch of times as needed, but I never actually had to pull the trigger. And there's even a situation where I could have. And I, you know, and I would have been justified. It just, it just really wasn't no reason to. At that moment, you know, I was able to, you know, talk talk a person down or whatever the case may be. See, that, that's my problem. Like, it's not even a problem because you know I salute you for being able to do that, right? And it, it just, it, it, it's mind blowing to me how that, that same thought process cannot be done across the board like at the end of the day that should be done Kay says she was just asking because you should teach a class on that like how did how were you able to do that and be successful with it as as compared to what we've literally seen like and you were able to do it and you've been an office of what you said 19 years right 18 18 18 years so that's commendable. I'm sorry, but that that is really commendable because that's just not that's not what we've seen. But it's not what we've seen. But it's also it's not involved. It's, it's also about who uh you know I, I'm I'm from I'm from the hood. Like so, I'm dealing with you know other people. Yeah, I'm, I'm dealing with the same people rather. Because even because even in these even in these cities where you got the majority. Uh, majority black black citizens and majority white officers. You still got black officers on that in that department. They're not shooting people that that that, that aren't they aren't justified or questionable. It's just it's just those um white officers, and it's only because they don't deal. They, we're, we're we're not the same people. They don't see us the same. I do think I I do think. Like I, I, I do think if 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 the if, if these towns that had you know if these, if these black cities and black towns across America 
had police departments that had, you know, 90% black officers and a couple and a handful of white officers, I think the white officers would 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 be involved in less shootings involving, you know, black people. Because then they're surrounded by, you know, as, as it stands, they're surrounded by all their comrades that, that grew up like them. They all think that, you know, right. black folks are animals. So, so when you hear... Go ahead. I don't know. Is that purposely done? Right? Because it is successful in other... They can see that it is successful in other areas where you honestly do have black folks police and black folks, right? So if, if that is successful in other areas, why wouldn't they roll something like that out in those areas? Like, why aren't there black officers that are in um, in, in those areas, in, in, in the black areas, policing who? The black people. Why, would, why wouldn't now? We can't, you know, there's, it's, it's a different type of story when it's something that's happening with the state police, right? Because that's like the luck of the draw, whoever you get on that side of the road, whatever the case may be. But when you're literally dealing with a particular town, why wouldn't they like why wouldn't that be that's just like sometimes like when you when when you're um when you're a teacher and they tell the teachers listen you got to be from this area you have to live within a certain vicinity of this area in order to work in this area why wouldn't that same criteria be even for officers well officers well i'll start from the beginning with, with, with black officers a lot of although you have a lot of black officers Mm-hmm. In, the, in, in police departments all over the nation, you got a lot of black people that don't want to be an officer. Wow, okay. Just, just wait, 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 you know, and sometimes it's like, I look at this essentially as a, I think it's up there with, 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 with trades. You can, you can make, you know, some of the, a lot, most of these police departments, especially in 2021, you may start off with, you know, 40, 50 grand as a rookie officer, but you got some departments that you know top pay is over six figures, and sometimes it's after five, six, seven years. Some people, you know, some departments are a little longer, maybe you know, 10, 12 years. But you know, you got as a police officer, as, as an officer with no rank, you know, you might top out at 120k. Of course, those are the you know, the, the, the white time that that make more money, but you got like like Edison Police Department, I think they top out at 160. For a police officer, and that's with no rank. And I know, really? I know, I know. Yeah, and that's before overtime. K is so silly. Say what? K says so. You had six figures, quad. Let me hold something. Take it easy. Oh. <laughs> but now, but then you got so so. But so my point, what I'm getting at is, you. You um even if you don't even if your particular department don't don't top out at six figures they might top out at high high five figures you know you might be making ninety five thousand a year you right there you work overtime and next thing you know you uh you you over that six figure mark and this is all in a high school diploma so it's it's a good career to get into especially if you end up working in the city that you wanna that you uh that you grew up in or or a city that you that's like the one you grew up in. 
you know, you kind of give that community, you can you be an inspiration to other people. Um, you know, it's not gonna be a, a, a ton of folks that's gonna become cops, but you know, you might inspire a handful of them. So you so, think that possibly the recruiting the recruiting effort could be better in in our communities to possibly get a, a little bit more black officers to join the force? Yeah, I, I think yeah, I think we need to do better recruiting uh in, in these cities. We need to be in high schools and 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 those who uh are interested, they, they're not going, not everybody goes to college, especially nowadays, not, not everybody's interested in going to college. It's not, it's not as, you know, when we were growing up, it's not as important, you know, it's not age to be as important as it was before. So if they're not, if they're not going to go to college and they're not going to trade school, the HVAC or something like that, you, you know, I, I believe I, I, there should be certain programs for seniors in high school, the ones that aren't going to college, you know, there'd be some program where, Police department might pay for the application fee to take the test, and when they, you know, it might because the test doesn't come out. It's not, it's not coming out every year, so every senior class isn't going to be able to take the test as soon as they get out. So if it's a testing year for uh, the civil service test, there should be, you know, something going out so that they can do that. And that's with fire department too, because there's a lot of there's a lot of you know every 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 city has a fire department. Mm-hmm. And a lot of in the city, a lot of in the city fire departments are filled with white, white, white folks too. And it's like, but let me ask you this: these, these, uh, these tests. But let me ask you this, right? Because I had a friend that she, she was, she was, she wanted to become an officer, and you know, she did everything that she was supposed to do, and it came down to that psyche vow. And the person that the department recommended to do all of the psyche vows, for some odd reason, it is a known issue with that one person that they seem to constantly be biased against us and not biased against others. So basically say that we're psychologically unfit, but others are. How do you combat that? And let me also circle back to what you just said with regards to the recruiting effort and, and actually starting in high school. I believe in that because the same way ROTC and the Navy right. and all of them recruit from high school, the police right. department should also be able to do the same thing. Okay. Right. That's where I'm at with it. Because what happens? Oh, because okay. I, I remember I remember my friend, she had an issue and it was going to cost her thousands of dollars to fight that psyche vow because it's like she's like i'm psychologically sound what are you talking about but they failed to on that psyche vow um well i i guess that would be a case-by-case basis i do know with those psych evaluations they they ask you the same questions repeatedly and yes. some people get caught up you know, you know they'll, they'll ask you question one will be the same as question 10 and question 20 but it'll be asked three different ways mm-hmm. so if they don't match up if those if, if you don't if you don't have this the correct answer for one ten and 20 then you know it, it goes against you it seems like you're lying or maybe something's off or whatever the case may be so you 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 know you got to make sure you pay attention i tell people that all the time make sure you pay attention that nice thing about make sure all your answers make sense so you want to do a training? You how Look, you, have you you want to do drugs? a training class? 
how to pass the psyche valve. They need help. People need help. I mean, I don't. I, 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 I know people need help, and then when people when people come to me, I, I tell them, I, I don't know. I haven't taken that test in almost like eight, about 18, 19, 19 in, 19, in nineteen years. So I think it's still similar. But my point is, if you know, I, I give an example. If, if if the first question asks you, uh, how do you do drugs, and you say never, usually I know I remember the answers being something like, uh, it was uh, always, almost always, sometimes, never, uh, almost never, something like that. So question one says, do you do drugs, and you say never, and then six questions later, actually, when you, how often do you do drugs when you do them? And you say sometimes, like, <laughs> which is the correct answer? You know what I'm saying? Never. You just said you, you just said never the first time that you don't do drugs, but then it adds like how often you do it when you do them, and you say sometimes, you know, something like that. So you got to pay attention also, to what's going on. So, and this is why I, I really feel that that the police departments need to have a program because. I mean, I never really, I never wanted to be an officer. I wanted to be a lawyer, but that's totally different. But we grew up in a culture, number one, you don't become a cop. That was our culture. Yeah, a, you don't a become a cop. Extent. Yeah, like that was, but that was, that, that was what we heard growing up. Like, no, you don't become a cop. Fuck the police. No, you don't do that. That That's like, that's taboo. It, 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 but it, but it. It's taboo, but it was a contradiction because we were also at the same time we were told to get a good city job. You're right about it. That's a good city job. It's <laughs> a good city job. So it's like, oh, you know, we just and sometimes we just never thought to do it. Like, I think the fire, I think the fire department is the best gig out there. You work two days a week. If if you're a lazy person, it's the best job <laughs> for you ever. You work, Go two days, a you work two days a week, and then that's it. Yeah. They ain't getting me off that smoke inhalation. I ain't got that type of time. Mm -mm. <laughs> yeah, you know, but but the majority, the majority of the time, they ain't doing nothing. You see them standing outside the firehouse. They all, you know, they all. You see the whole fire truck outside of Dunkin' Donuts or whatever restaurant, and they all want to eat. It's just you know it's a bunch of stuff, and they but but when it gets real, it gets real. So you got to be ready for that. But for the most part, you you all right. Being a police officer is more hectic. You got to deal I mean, with more issues. You got to deal with more issues. Man. You're right. And I don't have the emotional capacity to do all. But for those of you who have it, I want you to become officers and deal with it. Why? Because we need it within our communities. Um, Kay said, she was talking to Shakita. She said, had she said, had I not heard fuck the police all my life, I would have made different decisions. See what I'm saying? Some of us, some of us within the culture, it shaped our decisions. Yep. And Shakita, she said, yeah, I definitely knew a lot of officers. We all, heard, we all heard the same. We all heard the same song. I definitely did because I never forget when I heard it. I think it was on like a Maury Povich show or something like that where they had them all up there and it was fuck the police. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> we, we don't become cops. And then I was I was raised and you don't join the military. You, no, you're not doing that. And now I, did, every, I, I, I definitely I definitely remember the don't join the military thing. I was never interested in that either. Yeah, see what had happened was I probably would have been interested in it had I known that I just could have sat behind a desk. 
Yeah. Everybody I mean, don't go to people. war. You said what? Everybody doesn't go to war. Right. Everybody doesn't go to war. Like as what I know now, like specifically the Air Force, they say if you're smart, you join the Air Force. Air Force, they say the Air Force ain't doing nothing. I could have joined the and Air people Force. People that I know that that would, yeah, people that I know that in the military. They've been in, you know, for years, 10, 20, 10, 20 years. And it's, it's very beneficial when you active in it. If you can manage not to go, if you can manage to not go to war and, and, and not die or not be maimed. It's a great, it's a great, it's a great outcome if you ain't got, you know, PTSD or nothing like that. But and, and don't got, be they have all types of grants and programs and it's, and incentives for for the for the for veterans. Listen, uh, I just would have been a data analyst over there analyzing all the good data. I'd have did that. Okay, Donnie says salute to you, Quab. Oh, oh, Donnie, what up, Donnie? You know what? Kay says she was too busy dating criminals. Kay, me too. I had to turn over a new leaf in life. I'm serious. I, but the funny thing is that the damn, the damn, the damn CEOs and the police hang out with everybody. Grew up together, so once work is over <laughs> for 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 whichever career you pick, everybody you in right. the same club, bar, same hangout. Yeah, everybody hanging out together anyway. Everybody grew up together. You're right, and y'all know each other. What? All right. Leah says she was two seconds from becoming a Marine. I wasn't become. I'm not. I, I'm too sane. I think to become a Marine. I wasn't becoming a Marine. She said they had a lot of benefits, but they don't always show that. Mm -mm. I couldn't. Mm -mm. I'm sane. I am. Con I'm not really probably, trying to talk about the Marines. Probably got a lot of benefits because they ain't got to dish them out. And people get. <laughs> I, I'm not going to talk about the military people. It's okay, but. And let me say this because I know a lot of ex Marines. Hey, I, I, don't, I don't talk if, if they act if yeah if they if they actively in it you know hats off to them you know I I, no. I personally couldn't do it I was not interested I don't I don't knock them but I don't knock them either but I know some of those some some that have you know retired from the good military especially some of those ex Marines and they become police officers and you know Marines see a lot. Uh, when they go out, right? Like, yeah. especially if they've been, you know, overseas to all them good wars, and then they come out here and they try and be a cop. Next thing you, you know what? Never mind. So, like I was saying. So, anyway, what do you think we need to do next? Because I am very much so interested in community development, um, and and truly offering solutions um, to better help our communities. And you got one minute because we've been on biggest. for 59 minutes and six seconds. Go ahead. I ain't rushing uh, you. Well, the, biggest right thing, the biggest thing I can think of that people can, that, that departments can do. Uh, well, I'm going to rush anyway, so, so I can get out of here. But I think the biggest <laughs> thing that departments nationwide can do is fill, fill, fill their inner city, the police departments, with people from the inner city. And But you can only do that if citizens from the inner city are taking these tests to get on or, or filling out these applications. All right. So what do we do? That's the, that's the best way to do it. What do we do? So now the next, the first step is then what do we do to increase 
um, us filling in these uh, applications. What type of what what? <laughs> case said hold, hold, hold on, hold on. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Can you hear me? I think you said you can hear me. The problem is I can't hear see you. I'm in oh, a bad no. area. Oh, we can wait. I agree, Kay. We definitely need more uh, black cops to talk to our young people. And I think that we also, I, I believe that the departments that are in our communities need to do more Case stupid, where you police at? Case, he said he ain't telling us where he police at. But I believe that the current police departments need to do more inside of the communities in order to get those young people to want to actually join a force. And I think that if we start to push that narrative, which is we need to police, we need to police us. Let us police us. And I think a part of the issue is also the fact that Kate. And Shakita, like y'all said, we have been taught after the police, we don't join the police. We don't do the No, if you join the police, I ain't messing with you. I can't talk to you. I can't do the X, Y, and Z. But I think that we need to um, cancel out that narrative because one of the best things that we've seen is if we police each other. It works. So why not do it? And if you are an officer and you see that there's a need for more black officers in the area and you know black people, then go ask them to join the force. If we truly want to enact change, yes, we could scream defund the police all we want. We could scream that until kingdom come, defund the police. That's that all that that's perfectly fine. But at the end of the day, that's not necessarily the only solution. That's a piece of the solution because we still have an issue with policing in America. Hold on, y'all. Let's hear from Quab. Hey. Uh, yeah, my bad. I was in a bad area. Nope, you're good. So I was just basically saying that at the end of the day, yes, we can scream defund the police until kingdom come, but that's only a part of a solution for a part of the problem. The yeah. I believe the complete issue is something like what you said, which is getting more of us to join yeah, the force. We, we definitely got to get that. You got more of us to join the force because that's what's going to get that's what's going to get better understanding. That's what so, that's what you know. Well, we 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 is legalized in you know half the country now anyway. But mm -hmm. you know, but you you know, it's a lot. It's plenty of black officers that was you know come across. You know, uh, somebody with a, a a bag of weed for their personal use, and just you know take it and you know get the hell out of here, right? As opposed to you know somebody's not from there, they think they got the you know the bust of the year, the bust of the century, and you know for a bag of weed. Yeah, and the, and these Commonwealth states in the South and Midwest, you know, they're giving you five years for a bag, just outrageous, yep. outrageous ass time. So, but you gotta get more. Uh, it's got to be more of us. They got to do. It. They got to get involved. And I understand, to some extent, you know, we believe, uh, you know, once, once we get in these positions, 
we just take on what the system is already designed for. So it's like, it's like we're not getting anywhere. And I understand to a certain extent because you got you got these these, these officers that do you know white officers that that might you know kill someone. You got the black officers that back them up, and it, it doesn't make sense to me because not not simply because they they they're black, so they should automatically be on the side of the black citizens. But the fact that you're a black officer, you're not doing any of this stuff that you're backing up. Jesus Christ, you get what I'm saying? I get what you're saying. So I'm uh, my bad. I almost saw an accident, so I thought it was gonna go down. But um, <laughs> yeah, like you know, you you arguing on behalf of why why these officers were correct, but you've been in similar situations and you haven't reacted how those other officers reacted. Why are you backing them up? You know, there's another way. You're right. So, but that, but 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 that's few and far in between. You got. You got more black because at the end of the day, the black officers are still in those cities acting accordingly. Act, you know, you know, do, do, trying to keep the keep the community they grew up in together and make sure you know there's a there's there's there's, there's some kind of order within the city because you know people say you know you know get rid of the police, but. We got some effed up people in our communities too that need to, you know, that don't need to be here. You're right. So, you know, it, so I, I get, I feel your, I feel your emotion, your sentiment, but you know, certain people don't need to be. Here. Yeah, certain people don't need to be here. You know what? You know your 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 cousin might have got a bad deal and got ten years for two bags, you know, two two bottles of coke, and and that's terrible, but. The dude that just caught two bodies, you know, he he deserves that thirty years. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No, I yeah, I trust me, I know. So, but it's also about you know, it, it's a it's a tug of war. It's a you know, you could say he deserved that thirty years, but it was already designed for him to do what he did to get that thirty years. You're right about that. I might not like the thirty years, but some some happened. Yeah. I, I think I hit it from both from both angles because I have seen, um, you know, I've I've had family that was murdered um, as close as last year. Uh, so, and then I also understand excessive sentencing because I have had family that have been excessively sentenced. So, yeah, now. And hold up, before we say anything, Shakita, I'm so sorry, girl. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I got it right now. You know what? I'm looking straight. I might not have been straight before, but I'm looking straight. I'm sorry, girl. Shakita, you you got it. You got it. My bad. Because I sure enough was adding that HCN name like you were Shakita and not even that. So it's okay. My bad. Thank you, Doni, for calling me out. What she said? It wasn't her. It was Doni because he always got to call people out. Uh. <laughs> Movie so, here, yeah, so. trying to That's read, me. and y'all know these glasses are for show. They not, they not even prescription. Don't judge me. The prescription ones is I couldn't find them, but whatever. Wait, Kay said you got to show your pets. I'm all for this. Come on. Yeah, so relax. <laughs> I am all for I'm the about, pet show. I'm about to go eat dinner now. So you don't want to, so you don't want to show your pets for the people. Uh-uh, nah, I'm good. 
Pecs pex, pex for the world? No, we don't. Okay, fine. No, I want to say <laughs> thank you so much. <laughs> I want to say thank you so much for um for joining us today and no really problem. and truly giving your honest and giving your honest opinion on the things that we truly feel that we really need to discuss. So I hope y'all really listen to him and y'all take to heart what he said. Um Shakita said, please don't show. Him. I mean, Shakita, speak for yourself. Let him show his pecs if he he don't <laughs> want to show him though. He's just gonna show him through the shirt. We all saw him though. See, Donnie said, show that weekway park work, broski. See what Donnie, what? You got you gotta see Donnie me weekway park. He said, come to Weekway Park. Don't need to come up on here and show his pecs. At, you know what? I might do a mail review. Y'all got to be part of my mail review. You know what I'm saying? Show your pecs off. Show that. I'm sorry, y'all. Anyway, we, we signing off. I thank you. I appreciate no you. And I hope y'all take to heart what he said. Because at the end of the day, we need more of us uh, to join the force and police us. Because it works. So, with that, good night, y'all. Uh, good night. Love y'all. Peace out. Peace.